You're listening to the Batuta Advocates Weekly News Wrap on Desert Rock FM 96.5. Welcome back to the Batuta Advocate News Bulletin. Today is the 11th of July. We are recording live from the Baxter Boot Studio. You're joined by myself, editor Clancy Overall, and of course, editor-at-large, Errol Parker. How are you, Errol? Good, mate. How are you? Good, thanks, mate. Of course, in the red corner, we are joined by the workplace millennial, Wendell Hussey our newsreader, and our confidant. How are you, mate? Doing well as always, Clancy. Doing well as always. Now, starting off with some national news, returning One Nation Senator Malcolm Roberts has wasted little time getting right into it, just like us today. He's called for a royal commission into whether or not the blue tap is actually colder than the white tap on water cores. Uh, this isn't the first royal commission that the big fellas called for, is it? I mean, just last year, I think he called for one into the science behind a microwave uh, that was in the One Nation common room there at Parliament House. He's called for royal commissions into Islam, into corruption, into climate change. What's next? Yeah, not sure he uh, really understands the whole royal commission thing, but he's demanding empirical evidence into whether the blue tap is colder. Otherwise, I guess this is what happens when someone uh, finds themselves in a spot of employment, having largely spent most of their life shooting pigeons at airports. He's never really had much to do with a water cooler before. It's an issue that some people demand answers regarding. Well, I hope that Australia's most high-profile Indian Australian gets the answers he's looking for. Actually, one of our readers, Brett Dalzell, did comment on that story, saying the data has been corrupted. He said, we know that these taps in the 1930s were warmer than they are today. Logical scientific reasoning and empirical scientific evidence proves his theory. So it'll be interesting to see what happens there. Now, in other interesting political character-related news this week, the mad cowboy from Kennedy, Bob Catter, has caused quite a scene. That story was, Bob puts a hole through the telly after trailer for new alligator-themed movie pops up. Yeah, he's in a bit of hot water, actually. Uh, He woke up a few patrons at the motel in Longreach the other night after firing a few shots from his Smith & Wesson Model 27 into his uh, television there in his hotel room. I think it was when the trailer for this new movie called Crawl popped up on the screen. Yes, I mean, it was an alligator he saw, but, you know, as Bob says, they're crocker-roaches, all of them, big lizards, and they send chills down his spine, not because he's scared of them, but because he thinks we should be doing more to cull them. And if you go up north and you um, spend a bit of time in the Gulf or further into the top end, I think you'll you'll find that a lot of people agree with him. Well, Elvis Presley, he famously used to turn off a television each night by shooting it. And I think anyone who's heard Bob Catter sing, I think they'd be able to put two and two together and see that, you know, maybe these two characters aren't too dissimilar to each other. Well, Mount Isa has been described as Queensland's Memphis. Now, still outside town, and we spoke to a clever family down in the northern rivers of New South Wales about a little life hack they've discovered. The anti-vaxxer parents have begun warping life expectancy statistics by counting their child's age in dog years. It's a very clever trick from the former Brunswick locals who moved up there for a bit of a tree change. Yes, instead of being slaves to the system and getting their children vaccinated, they've decided to take matters into their own hands because, you know, as many of our generation would remember, measles isn't that bad. As kids, we survived it, and and now that there is a vaccination for it, a lot of people are questioning the government's agenda behind immunising young people against that condition. That just kind of goes hand-in-hand with the lifestyle up there in um, the Northern Shivers, as they call it. It's another story we reported on this week 
about the freezing cold Byron Bay toddler who was just wondering if head-to-toe linen outfit was appropriate for early July. But I guess these things level themselves out because if you're wearing linen as a youngster in the middle of winter, you're probably going to be quite warm anyway because you'll have some sort of a fever. That family's moved on to protecting themselves from 5G now after they've figured that out. Overseas now, and a man dragged around Italy by his girlfriend is gutted that real carbonara isn't made with one litre of cream. Yes, that Batuta Heights man certainly got a bit of a culture shock this week when he was overseas. And he discovered that the Italians don't actually use two pints of full-fat Paul's cream to make his favourite dish. If I'm not mistaken, it's just a couple of eggs beaten together with a bit of guanciale and some black pepper. Yes, I I believe that's the way they do it. And it's a result of a westernised cuisine that he would have such a culture shock. You know, the Australian carbonara has a following. Uh, But, you know, it's a bit the same as during the New Delhi Commonwealth Games era when I went over there and realised that they don't actually use half a slab of butter in the butter chicken. In fact, you'd be hard-pressed finding a bowl of butter chicken over there, but it is mostly tomato, I believe. Moving on to sports now, and things have gone from bad to worse for Australian tennis player Bernard Tomic. ScoMo has now ordered the Dutton ban Tomic from re-entering Australia after he blatantly didn't have a go. And I would like to add that I think that ScoMo also called on Peter Dutton to deny him a re-entry visa because he broke the promise of Australia and he was given a go by the government and, and he has lost that go. Well, he didn't have a go to begin with. Well, he certainly had a go because he's a millionaire. You know, he's, he's in the top tax bracket, which means he automatically gets a go. But he didn't use his go when he was over there. Therefore, he lost his go, and you can't come back here if you don't have a go. That's true. And if you're in a position like Tomic was in Wimbledon representing Australia, you've got to burn for us, you know? No, no. How good is having a go? How and, good is having a go? And how fucking shit is not having a go? Well, it's so shit that he's going to have to spend the rest of his life in England. Well, I know. I am just so worked up. I'm I'm out of here. I'm well, done. See ya. Uh, Luis, we can take solace in the fact that Ash Barty definitely has been having a go, which uh, came to an end the night before last. So 15-match winning streak ended. Number one in the world for at least a week and a half there. Congratulations to Ash Barty. Good Queensland girl. Yeah, that's it. The Barty party is over for now, and so is this bulletin by the sounds of things. Errol's already left, so... Thank you for joining us again for another week. Please be sure to subscribe to the podcast and join us again next week. Until then, I'm Wendell Hussey. I'm Clancy Overall. You be kind to each other.